there is a haunting at Queen's Park, and it is the Greenbelt scandal, which, like Jacob Marley, must have woken Doug Ford up again in the middle of the night last night and said, you know, three more ghosts of scandal are still to come. Marit Stiles is the leader of the opposition, the leader of the Ontario NDP, and joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be here. All right. So, you know, in the thousands of pages of uh, Freedom of Information documents that were obtained, there's some pretty uh, suspicious stuff in there. There is. There's uh, 7,000 reasons, I think, for Ontarians to be concerned, 7,000 pages uh, that were obtained through Freedom of Information requests. And I think they really clearly point to uh, the fact that, as we have all, I think, suspected, all roads ultimately lead to uh, Premier Ford and his office. All right. Well, I've asked you this question before, but I'll ask it again. Um, there's a difference in showing a degree of favoritism to a few friends and actually engaging in something that may be nigh onto criminal. So where do you think mm -hmm. see this on that spectrum? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the thing we need to look at is any any big decisions like this that involve um you know, people making potentially pretty extraordinary amounts of money at the end of the day. They need to be done in a way that we know that it's for uh, the good of the people and not actually uh, preferential treatment for uh, people who are connected insiders. And and I think what we see here is very clearly a significant pattern of uh, the premier giving or the and, and it does seem to go right to the top. Uh, but the conservatives giving out uh, special favors to uh, a number of land speculators. And and so I think, you know, it calls into question again. Uh, this government and whether or not they have any integrity and you can trust them. And I think for a lot of Ontarians, that trust was shaky already, especially coming out of uh, the Greenbelt carve up. Uh, and the government is, you know, madly, you know, backtracking on a whole bunch of stuff right now. But the one thing they won't do is come clean and provide more information about uh, how the premier was involved. And I think that that the fact that they're hiding all that information, it's mean, it certainly leads me and I think many Ontarians to think there's something that's being hidden here. OK, so let me ask you this. It's kind of an old fashioned expression. But in all of this, what would give you and the NDP satisfaction? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, we've said all along, I've been very focused on the premier does a lot of government business on his uh, personal devices. Now, obviously, those are personal. You know, he does personal things on those, too, I'm sure. And they don't we don't need to see any of that. But what we do need is we need the government to come clean and provide emails and phone records. And I, you know, I can tell him, you know, he's going to have to do that one way or another with the RCMP. But he could clear things up right now. The problem is right now that everything is pointing to the premier's office. And in these 7,000 pages, uh, deep in there, there are a number of indications, uh, you know, staff, the chief of staff in the pre in the uh, Minister of Housing's office saying that things had to be cleared uh, back with the premier's office uh, on particular deals with uh, speculators who we know uh, were the same speculator, for example, who went to Las Vegas, you know, with uh, some of his staff. So we know that there's a connection there and it's really time for the premier to just come clean about it. And and the only way to do that now to clear the, the fog around all of this is to provide those documents and that information. One last question. This is about your own caucus and your own leadership. And uh -huh. uh, for several days, it seemed that there was a very, very vivid debate going on behind closed doors about the NDP caucus's position and in particular Sarah Jama's position on the conflict in the Middle East. Is that uh -huh. behind you now or are you still wrestling with that? 
You know, I, I think, look, I mean, I think that whenever you have a, a terrible conflict like what's happening uh, in the Middle East right now, uh, there's a lot of division. I, I see it every day. I think we've seen a rise in anti-Semitism, in Islamophobia, in our own communities. It's it's terrible, right? It has implications here for people who have, for example, family members there. So um, my aim in all of this has always been to rise above a bit and try to bring people together and not divide them. And the NDP federally has a very strong position on trying to bring peace to the region. Uh, that's my that's my focus. And, you know, we're a provincial party, but, you know, we do. We, of course, people in our community are impacted. So we do find ourselves uh, you know, speaking to some of these issues. And like I said, I think, unfortunately, right now, a lot of people all over the world are, you know, rather divided on it. And um, I'm just hoping, you know, as I look at what's happening now, and how many people were killed in the attack by Hamas, and now how many more will be probably lose their lives and are losing their lives in Gaza, like the tragedy that's unfolding, it's, uh, it's, it's really terrible. And I'm, you know, myself and our federal counterparts, we're calling for a ceasefire. Uh, we're calling for an end to the siege. We're calling for the release of all hostages. And we've got to get humanitarian aid in right now. Thank you for this. Thank you. Merritt Stiles is the leader of the provincial NDP and the leader of the opposition.